My colleague Amanda White is joining me. We'll share our personal stories of our own leader approaches, as well as some of the great feedback we receive from our clients. Morning, Chris. Good morning, Amanda. How are you? Good. I'm doing well. What are we going to talk about today? <laughs> well, I know in the first two uh, sessions of the Connected Approach podcast, we talked about my perspectives on the leader approach and your perspectives on the leader approach. And as we've continued to work with clients and partners, the questions come up, what do we get? <laughs> you know, what do we get when we follow the leader approach? And what are the positive outcomes of following the leader approach? So you and I have had an interesting background on that. And I think some words we've used have been a little, you know, interesting for both of us. So I'd like to talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I love that because it is one of those things that we want to make sure that whatever program we're doing or whatever, you know, um, training that we're involved in, that there is that feel that there is a, you know, return on investment, um, if, you, if you, you know, could kind of term it in that way. So, yeah, let's talk about that. Mm -hmm. So what do leaders get out of this and why should they, I think part of why we um, ask this is because we do believe it's hard work. You know, it's maybe what people feel is the touchy-feely stuff but it actually is the absolute most important work that leaders can do. So what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. And I really want this to be a back and forth. I know we had a conversation before the podcast that we thought to ourselves like, Oh, we should have had that recorded because it was, <laughs> you know, the, the, the organic conversation that, you know, that we enjoy. And, and I think there was some, um, you know, some creative tension there. But yeah. first and foremost, starting with leading yourself, uh, and I think this is something that you and I are, are always working on, is you get to be the person that you aspire to be. Um, right. And so that's work that I know, you know, through our coaching experience and through our coaching practice, and as we coach with other coaches, in addition to coaching with our clients, it's something that we're working on together um, and, and, you know, and for ourselves. So I think that's positive uh, impact. Number one is that you get to continue to become the person you aspire to become. So I think first and foremost, that's the biggest part of it. Yeah. And, uh, well, and what I um, always think of in that regard is how freeing it is to not feel like you have to contort, you know, like a contortionist is like always like, you know, shoving their body into, you know, very awkward and uncomfortable like positions. <laughs> when you're not fulfilling your quest and you're not being your most authentic self, which is just calming when you can just be you, mm -hmm. then you know, inevitably you're going to be um, tired and just um, worn out because you're constantly contorting it yourself into being something that you think you need to be or that you feel like you have to, you know, do because of some expectation. So um, 
yes, yeah, I think yeah. if you can get people to kind of see it in that way. Yeah, my, my favorite comedian said that the first time he went to the gym, he just didn't bother to ask anyone what the equipment was. He was feeling a little self-conscious. And so he just got into one of the pieces of the machine and he was grinding and grinding and grinding. And the manager came over to him and said, sir, would you get out of the painter's scaffolding? <laughs> because you, you right, yeah. we all go through life like that. We're right. like, I'm not gonna ask anybody anything. I'm just going to figure out, you know, how to contort myself into what everyone else is expecting of me and just start to grind. Exactly. And you realize you're not even in the equipment. You're trying to work out on the painter's scaffolding. Yeah. Yeah. That's a wonderful, uh, wonderful, wonderful analogy. <laughs> so, you know, in, in, uh, unfortunately I got a, uh, I got a golden doodle that is staring me in the face. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to step out and I'm going to come right back. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is Zoom land, you know. As I'm waiting for Chris to come back, as my phone's ringing and his golden doodle is um, begging for his time, that's what happens. <laughs> Sorry about that. And this is why this is why I'm typically holed up in the in the uh, you know in the in the spare bedroom. And I think he's going to be growling to come back in too. So I tried to set everything aside. But so I think so. We've we've talked about what it does for what it does for us individually, what it does for the person individually. When you bring that to work, when you bring that to your leadership of others, and they see your grounded, authentic self, yeah. you're able to connect and trust, one, connect at a deeper level, and two, trust quicker with with the people that you're leading. And you and I have experienced that very personally in our own leadership experiences and, and one, the result, well, one, the feedback we get and, and have received, and then two, the results we've achieved where people go, wait a minute, yeah, you are, are getting those results without pounding yeah. your fist on the table, without, um, you know, managing your way through the circumstances with your team. And so I'd, I'd love your feedback on that because I think you and I now, as we work together on this business and on this podcast, we're digging into what's brought us to this point. Um, and, and it is that, that quest to share that perspective with our clients and, you know, and with the world. So just a little yeah. on that from you. <laughs> I, I think people are really seeking connection and belonging, you know, and um, I, this is just me speaking, um, you know, from the gut and what I feel is kind of happening. You know, I think there's just this shift in the old way of doing things and kind of people breaking out, <laughs> you know, letting go of the armor and the chains and all the thou should be done this way and you should do it that way. And, you know, and, and just saying like, is there a different way that is just, um, uh, it's just different, a different way to go about it that allows people to not put all the armor on and kind of mask themselves to really be seen so that they can connect at a deeper level and, and that doesn't mean 
that you're not going to, um, I mean, I, this is what we talk about, right, Chris? I mean, as far as leading ourselves first, and then the next step going into leading others, you know, that doesn't mean that you're not going to um, have expectations about whatever and hold people accountable and have the appropriate boundaries in place and, and all of that. It, it doesn't mean that you're soft, or I think we've talked about nice. You know, I mean, it's just more of being um, uh, real, being able to see each other and and not have to try and like figure out like almost like uh, decode things, you know, to um, to first decode something before you can really get to the meat of what needs to be accomplished in whatever the situation is in the business or in life or, or what have you. So, um, I just think it is really about connection and feeling like you're being seen so that you can work through the hard stuff of whatever that is. I, I agree. And, and we were talking the other day about high performance. And I think the word I had used was aggressive targets. And <laughs> Which I had a whole reaction to. <laughs> well, yeah. So, like, so oh, it just sounds so should. aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> well, and say a little bit more about that. Well, it is. You, you were, <laughs> we were talking about kind of the, you know, going into leading others, part of the leader approach. And that, you know, it is about, you know, you still have to have those um, those goals or those aggressive targets, and and I was just having a reaction to the word aggressive because I'm like, I I I don't want it to be aggressive. Like that is not me. Like um, now I have a high expectations, and I'm gonna like I want I'm I want to accomplish great things, but in a way that is um in line with my most authentic self and, and and i don't you know resonate with the word aggression you know so that's why i was kind of like um i don't i think we need to like maybe pick a more neutral word <laughs> well it's a it, you know to me it was a perfect reminder because i think we were as we were talking we were aligned 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 and then i used that word and I think that it's it's a perfect reminder how our choice of words matter, matter with each other, but also matter as we work with others and as we you know share the leader approach, because what I intended was high expectations, was optimal performance, was having people work together yeah. with, with an engagement level that, not that it doesn't feel like work, but that you're completely in to the to the sweat equity that you're building together because because you're all in and it's right. kind of that state of flow where you're like oh goodness I didn't think we could achieve this level of performance together or work this this well together as a team wow. and 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 then I think we started saying oh yeah yeah we are aligned with that right um, and that doesn't have to be aggressive right it's <laughs> it more of, how yeah. can you do that in a Flows, I like the word that you use in a flow state and um, where you're just feeling you're lit up, you know, you're like, hey, this is a um, 
it is maybe an aggressive target, you know, it is a, um, something that is far reaching, but can you say, okay, like, that's where you have to go back to like leading self to say, okay, what is it within, you know, me that will stretch me and make me think about this in a more creative, innovative way? How do I use my network, you know, to um, think of things differently and get different perspectives to try and go after that target that's, you know, pretty um, far reaching, but, you know, I'm doing it in a state of um, flow and um, that's optimizing, you know, what also gives me fulfillment and helps me to be a high achiever. Um, I think it, I think the language that we use is super important and we're always wanting to give context to, you know, maybe give like kind of use cases. So it's like, okay, this is what we're talking about. And this is how that looks like, let's go through an actual, you know, example of how this would um, play out. So people get it because otherwise, you know, they can grab, you know, we can grab onto a word and say like, uh, just more grind. They're just trying to get more out of us. They're just trying to like, you know, be um, degenerate generating instead of regenerative, you know, and the resource, um, the, the people resources, you know, within the company. So I, um, yeah, I think that's something that we're completely aligned on and it helps in every conversation that we have to um, think about how, again, to say it in a way that really lands on people and gives gets them thinking like, yeah, this is the work that I want to do. How do I, how do I do that? How do I get into this state of flow when there mm -hmm. are um, high expectations, which are always put upon us? Yeah. It's interesting. Um, you know, on Seinfeld, Jerry says to George at some point, he says, you know, the best revenge is living well. And, and George says, well, there's no chance of that. So, <laughs> so, for all of this, I feel like the fulcrum on this is authenticity. Yeah, and absolutely. One, one thing that I had a reputation for um, in, in, my, uh, in my corporate life and in my corporate roles was leveraging that authenticity. And so when things were, were challenging with, um, as an HR leader, you know, uh, a leader that I was supporting or it was someone a peer or someone that was working for me, we would have that one-on-one, -on -one, what they call right knee-to-knee -knee conversation, where we're yeah. we're really just two people speaking with each other. And one thing that I would often leverage, and people would would tease me about, was kind of whisper to them and, and say, "This is me. I, I think I've shared who I am with you and with the team. And we have we have an issue that we have to resolve in order for us to get over this 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 challenge together." Whether it was someone's performance, whether it was their our relationship together, or was their relationship with others, their inability to maybe break through on a, on a project, because sometimes we're asking people to do things that are not in their sweet spot, and it's intimidating. And they walk out, and it's not Chris or Amanda asking them to do that work; it's the boss, and so right. that can be an issue too. And so that's really that fulcrum for flow. In, in my opinion, is the the authentic self. And that's where, once again, it goes back to, are you doing the work yourself? And look, 
I woke up this morning imperfect. <laughs> Maybe unlike you, Amanda. <laughs> but, I up, <laughs> but I woke up imperfect. And so, you know, that work that we that we talk about in, in leading self, it's a, um, it's a practice mm -hmm. because because it's never perfect. Um, one of my favorite things when when I was practicing law, I had a great legal mentor who's this wonderful gentleman. And we were sitting one day in, in the law library and I just told him, I said, I can't get this right. I'm trying to write this brief. I can't get it right. He, he just kind of said to me, he said, hey, kid, that's why they call it a law practice. You never get it right. It's about <laughs> practicing law. And I love that. And I, 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 I've, I've often thought of that in my, in my HR career and now in our, our career where we're working as consultants as it's a practice. Yeah. We're trying to put it on ourselves. We're practicing it with our with our um, with our partner organizations, with the the people we're partnering with for for coaching, because right. you never get it right. Yeah. So just yeah, it is. Things. It's about building those. Um, it's the mental muscles, you know, um, similar to you know how you work your you know body every day or physical fitness. Um, it is. It is whenever you think about like the leading others, it does go back though to really getting yourself squared away first, you know, because um, you would have like the need to need conversations. I would call it the um, STE, Straight Talk Express, <laughs> which was my way of asking permission to say, hey, can I give you some Straight Talk Express, you know? And um, it was inviting, you know, them to, to be me to me and say, um, hey, and, and why I'm sharing this feedback, why I want to share this feedback with you is because I think the world of you and I want you to be your, you know, reach your highest potential. Um, there's some blind spots there or, or what is it that we need to work on together, you know, so we can, you know, partner in whatever way is needed. And to have those courageous conversations, you have to clear <laughs> all the the conversations that are going on in your head all the fear that's coming up to say like oh this is uncomfortable to have this sort of uh open and transparent conversation um but i've really you know committed to myself that i want to build those muscles to have those conversations because i so desperately want people to have to be open with me you know to um to create an environment that I can always kind of know that um, people are sharing with me exactly what they want to share and not held back by, you know, whatever. So then on the flip side, I'm trying to also say, like, I want to provide that to individuals who want it. And so how do I deal with whatever is maybe holding me back from having that conversation, which really makes you dig into... What is it that is the fear that's there that, you know, you have to deal with so that you really can um, lead yourself and lead others in the most authentic way that doesn't also have you trapped in like, oh, I should have said this. I know I, I want to say that, you know, that that, you know, inner chitter chatter that, again, just like drains you of energy that then keeps you from being in that state of flow and really focused on the big thing that you're wanting to accomplish. All of that chitter-chatter is the, 
the inner work that you have to really deal with or otherwise it's just going to drain you and not, and keep you from working on the stuff that really matters. Well, that, I, I think that word focus and, and the chitter chatter being the noise or the drama, yes. what, you know, whatever you want to call it is, is exactly the, the, the point we're, we're making with each other because when, when you're tuning out that noise, when you, when you're able to really let go of that drama yeah, and the individual is focused, you're, you're focused. The team is now focused yeah. your ability to work fast and work through problems to drive outcomes, to be a high performing team. Now suddenly is, is you've taken off all the governors to that engine. Right. You can go on a straight track and, and, and you can be ticking off milestones, ticking off achievement levels, and people aren't even necessarily recognizing it from the outside, or even if they're on the express, because now it doesn't feel so bulky. Right. You're just moving forward. And, right. and that's, I think, so much of what um, uh, we wanted to talk about today. And, yeah. and that I think is, is a, a real valuable point as we continue to talk about the, the, you know, the value of this framework and, and what we're working on together. So, yeah, thank you. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I think we'll continue to refine it as far as that kind of return on investment, but, um, it has to be personalized too. I mean, that, that is what makes it a little bit harder to really kind of put that like um, stamp on it because uh, every person needs to kind of figure out what that is, you know, what's holding them back um, and where are they at on the journey? You know, where are they at as far as, you know, the um, being self-aware and um, having resiliency to the, the chatter or whatever. Um, so it really requires, uh, um, a deep self-assessment, you know, and I think that again, it, it's, um, that, that takes work. So, but that's the work that you and I love doing and we yeah. want to continue to part, partner with people individually and, in um, group and program settings. So it's exciting. Absolutely. Absolutely. Looking forward to it. And I, and I know we're going to have guests joining us in, in future um, podcast episodes and yeah. to get people's perspective, especially leaders that we both trust and admire on, on these details of how they think about leading themselves and how they leverage their true selves in leading others will be something I know we'll be digging into. So it's going to be, uh, it's going to be really, really fun to learn from yeah. others because there's a, you know, there's a song called the best imitation of myself by, by Ben folds. And at some point you're starting and you're saying, all right, I'm just going to try to <laughs> do the best imitation of myself. And and that's a good right. place to start. And sometimes you can leverage that. Um, and, and you can leverage that from others as well, because uh, that can become a part of your toolkit in terms of how others think about their intellectual curiosity or how they're taking care of themselves exactly. and how they're approaching others. So, yeah. Yeah, no, that's exactly. So 
it'll be a great journey for us. Exactly. Exactly. Well, thanks, Amanda. All right. Thanks, Chris. We'll talk next time. All right. Bye-bye. All right. As you reflect on your own leadership experience, I encourage you to think about how you need yourself first and what concepts you can begin to adopt today. We would love to hear from you on all things leader development, coaching, and engagement. If you haven't yet, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, follow us wherever you listen to podcasts, follow me on Instagram at Chris underscore Curtin underscore HR, or reach out through the website at theconnectedapproach.com. Thanks again for joining. Until next time, be well, my friends.